Welcome, welcome back to LSD, guys. It's your favorite LSD girls. It's Sadia. And it's your girl, Irene. Hello, my loves. Y'all hear that velvety voice coming in on the background? She's just like perfect hey. for radio. <laughs> perfect well, for radio and podcasting. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm right exactly where I need to be. That is okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. You so can be modest. tonight, babe. Oh, my bad. Was I too confident? <laughs> no, no. I said you can like be modest. You're, you're extremely modest. Oh. You're, you're, you're not even like a, yeah, you know, my, my voice is kind of velvety. It's kind of sexy. You're like, uh, no, okay. no, it's, it's, it's normal. No, it's not. What's no, I'm actually, I'm actually accepting it. Every time I leave a voice message for somebody on Instagram for the first time or whatever, I'm connecting, um, Literally, where was I? I was somewhere out in the open and a person turned to me and said, you ever thought about doing radio? <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of doing that right now. Like, it's like, yeah, you have a really like soothing radio voice. And I'm like, soothing. yeah, I don't even need to try anymore. So I'm where I need to be, guys. Hey. Okay. Okay. Bye. Well, I think, I think it's only fair to dive right into uh, our topic for this week. Um, to vet or to not vet, that is the question. The big one. The big uh, one. Yeah. And it's like preliminary because why not? Especially if it's people that you're dating. I mean, when you apply for an interview, when you, when you apply for a job and you get an interview, right? They have vetted you a little bit before you even got to the interview stage, right? They want to know if you're qualified. They want to know if you meet certain qualifications. They've done, they've done their due diligence to make sure that whoever's they're, they're screening is a qualified candidate. Why shouldn't we treat dating or uh, relationships the same way? I think about the fact that we vet our hairstylist. Okay. We vet the nail salon. You know, like we try to see, you know, what works. We vet our doctors. Mm -hmm. We vet our therapist. Mm -hmm. We vet so many different things. And when it comes to the biggest decision of our life, of who we're going to be in a relationship with and sharing intimacy with Mm -hmm. and possibly having kids with, and building that legacy we don't take our fucking time we 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 jump in the bed super quick right um for the sake of oh it's just sex right but no like i i honestly think when you jump into the bed prematurely um especially women we sometimes get (laughs) digmatized And wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. That one, you know, when you said it, like my 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 stomach kind of dropped. And I I don't know if it's because like I thought about being digmatized or I literally <laughs> was just like, that's a different word. I'm processing it. I, I would love to be digmatized by qualified dick, right? Like I, <laughs> you, you know, or 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 is the more appropriate term because my parents might be listening to this episode, woodwinked. Mm. Woodwinked. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind. Wait, look, we talking about vet. We went from vetting to talking about being woodwinked. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't mind being woodwinked if I know that I can trust you enough to give you my heart. And that's the problem. We don't cherish things that are given to us and we take advantage. And if we give our everything to the wrong person, um, even, even just sex, like, we end up emotionally distraught 
been damaged. Um, and that's just the core and common problem that women have. Most women. I and think, some men. Oh, yes. Yeah, I was going to say, men, men are we having that issue. Fellas. Yeah, can't forget. We love you guys. We love um, you guys. <laughs> I, I, I think with a lot of the our, our generation, like we communicate, but yet we run from hard conversations. And Irene, we talked about this the other day, right? Always. It is easier to date someone who wants what you want rather than date someone and you've got to convince them to want what you want, right? I remember this guy mm-hmm. slid in my DM a couple of weeks ago and he's like, he sent me this thing about, uh, about polygamy, right? And, you know, guys having multiple wives and he's like, oh yeah, you know, this is how you, you build on this and you build on that. And I was like, hey, hey, time out, flag on the play, roughing the kicker, 13 yard penalty, get out of here. I don't want that. I want one husband and I want one husband to have one wife, me. Okay, that's it and that's all. So I don't believe in that. Don't don't, and that's not what I want. So don't try to come underneath any of my statuses or in my inbox, trying to convince me that what I want is wrong. And what you want for me is right. Because I think as we get older, we become less likely to, um, kind of stray from, 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 what we want, right? Like you could have gotten me to move in with a dude at 27. You're not getting me to do that in my thirties, unless I have a serious commitment, which includes a ring or marriage. Right. Yep. So yeah, you're wasting time. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, especially Sadia. And you know where I stand personally when it comes to polygamy, any aspects of relationships. Like my thing is, is that everybody's different, right? Mm -hmm. I'm making this disclaimer before I actually piggyback on what you were saying. So um, there's so many different types of relationships. And I always go back to this core factor. As long as it's something that you both agree with and it's not mentally and emotionally destructive to your well-being, mm-hmm. then power to you, my friend, because at the end of the day, I'm a monogamous female. I do not put any downplay on polyamorous relationships, polygamous relationships, but I have a problem when you use whatever type of relationship um, type <laughs> yep. that you prefer and push that on somebody else, mm-hmm. you know? And I think talking about vetting and going back to that, like, I think that is actually one of the main issues that we have because we don't vet. We end up with someone that captured us either because um, we had some really vibrant chemistry mm-hmm. and um, we mistake it for love or the 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 woodwink situation or whatever you want to mm-hmm. say because I was about to say something else but I, I'm trying to hold it down for the grandparents and all that stuff and you know um, <laughs> but once we actually spend time with them like we're so focused on the physical um chemical aspect of it because it feels so good right Mm -hmm. um and then we start to get to know this person and then we start to see different issues and so a lot of the times because we see so differently but we didn't see it from the jump because we didn't analyze and kind of see through it like oh i like that okay women maybe not okay well do you have a problem here or maybe i need to grow here because relationships help you not only to identify 
um, you know, red flags or things that are unhealthy, but they also help you to identify that within yourself. Mm-hmm. And so it's like going through that process and focusing on that physical aspect, it blinds your, it literally clouds your judgment. And then you start having different, you have, you already had different views, but you didn't talk about those views. You didn't mm-hmm. talk about certain things because you were too busy, like getting it in, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So vetting is like so freaking important. A lot of the times you have these disagreements and these, I mean, from religion to where you're you going spend to money. live. Yes. Finances, all these things that you haven't discussed and you don't agree on. And then when it's time to talk about it, y'all clashing, same concept, like don't force that to, on somebody. So I think that like, when you go through that process without vetting, you have those different issues. And that's one of the main issues, trying to put your perspective and preference and, you know, whatever choice it may be on somebody else, because you want this to work, but that's, it's unrealistic. It's not going to work. And you're just being controlling and it's not going to work, man. And don't be manipulative (laughs) right in the process, because that, that once I realize that you're trying to manipulate me, um, um, you're going to piss me off. Right. Um, And I think a lot of the, the vetting is uncomfortable conversations, right? And and don't be afraid of them because uncomfortable conversations is where really like a lot of the growth happens, a lot of growth in yourself, a lot of um, a lot of growth in potentially a good relationship. You guys might not see eye to eye on everything, and that's okay, right? I I don't think that I think that um, when I was younger, right, when I was in my twenties, I was like, oh no, a guy has to be all ten of the things that I want. Because how dare you not be all 10 of the things that you want, that, that I want, right? But now uh, I'm a little, a little older, because watch your mouth, a little older. Hey. Um, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I'm okay with him having seven out of 10 of the things that I want, because I know somewhere I'm going to fall short of all 10, right? I might not be one or three of the things that he might necessarily want in a woman, I might be a little taller than he might prefer. I might be a little browner or darker than he prefer. Who knows? Right. But you know, in my twenties, I was like, no, I want 10 out of 10. No, I'm not compromising in at the age that I'm at now. It's like, I am less, I was less likely to compromise back then, but I'm more likely to compromise now, but my views and my standards are this uh, are a little higher than they were back then because I have more stake in the game. I got more skin in the game. I got more stock to lose. I've got, um, yeah, I, I, I just got a lot more to lose than I did back when I was 20. So my standards are a little higher. Meet me where I'm at or get lost. It's, it's funny that you say that because it's reversed for me. So before everything was just like, I, I was emotionally based. And so I went off of how I felt and you don't know that sometimes like, and whoever's listening, like sometimes you, you don't realize that you base your relationships on feeling due to the fact that you were conditioned from your family doing the same. Mm-hmm. And so it takes you learning and growing and getting through that and, and kind of retraining your mind to think more logically. Um, this past two years of my life have definitely <laughs> taught me to think more logically. I'm trying not to scream into the mic right now. <laughs> It's, it's just teaching me these, it, it has taught me and continues to teach me these really hard lessons. So I'm reverse. So before it was like, 
you didn't have to add up because I'm like, you don't have to be for perfect. You just have Aww. to have like a beautiful heart and, mm -hmm. and, you know, make me laugh and we're going to make this work. And now you're talking about seven out of 10. Like, I don't know what the hell the number is. And I need to actually write this down because that's something good to know, especially when I'm ready for that mm -hmm. in terms of vetting somebody. But my numbers have went all the way the fuck up. I'm telling you this right now. <laughs> <laughs> like without a doubt, I know because for me, it will always burst. I want to work on um, definitely the same thing. I have a lot to lose. The older mm -hmm. we get, the harder we work, the more we have to lose. And that is just the reality, especially, um, I don't want to put that out. Like, like men are not as, um, you know, um, liable, whatever it is, but for me, like as a mom and as a single mom, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's rough, you know, and I'm working towards so much to build that foundation for me and my baby girl. So it's like, after everything I've been through, yeah, my numbers are going up. Like you already know, I love the heart mm -hmm. and all your parts. You don't have to be like the supermodel and shit. Just, you know, be a little tall, you know, because my, my past relationships, they were little shots, you know. Okay, no for Okay. All right. Just disclaimer. But at the same time, um, yeah, I have a higher standard. That's my point. I definitely have mm -hmm. a higher standard now because I do have a lot to lose, but I do understand that people do fall short, including myself. So I think it's all about the balance, identifying what you need, what's important, what you're not shaking from, what you're not moving from. Mm -hmm. um, and your core value. You actually, your core. Exactly. I think that's what it is. Core values are very important mm -hmm. um, because if you, if you forsake that, if you put them on the back burner, um, you are going, you're compromising and you're denying what you need for yourself. And you're going to end up resenting not only yourself, but that person. Yep. I, like I said, like I, I, and I'm, I'm a little more compromising now. Um, like I, while I am, I believe in God, I, I would, I couldn't date an atheist. I don't care how amazing you are because you wouldn't understand my faith. You wouldn't understand why I believe what I believe. You wouldn't understand why I say, thank God. Right. Um, but I could potentially deal with a Buddhist because you believe in something. At least I couldn't believe in someone who believes it. I couldn't deal with someone who believes in nothing at all. Right. Yeah. Um, and I remember having an uncomfortable conversation with a gentleman and I was like, Hey, listen, I don't want any more children unless a man marries me. I am not pushing out any more pick me out my womb unless that man puts a ring on my finger. And no, you cannot move into my house because the answer is no. Okay, period. I'm not doing it. I have been doing it for almost 14 years. And I had my daughter when, you know, if I tell the age, then I'm going to give away my age, but I had my right. daughter in my early twenties. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why would I be making the same decision in my early twenties in now my thirties? Yeah. That, mean, that means I've learned nothing. Now I'm bound to repeat the same thing over again. Right. And the response was, well, what if the guy is showing you, he doesn't want to leave and he's not going anywhere. Will you show me with your action? Right. Because because I wholeheartedly believe you never believe what someone um, tells you, because what they tell you is what they want you to see. What they show you is who they are. Right. And there's a big difference between the two. So you if you can knock me up, 
you could put a ring on my finger, my guy. I don't understand the hesitation. Like we, we jump into these relationships and these situationships and these issues, whatever, um, without really knowing who the person is. And then we're trying to figure out why it didn't work out. And then the first time you guys have a back and forth or a disagreement, it gets into a nasty scuffle because y'all don't know how to communicate. Communication style, communication patterns, things like that should be talked about in the dating stage. That, that's how you vet people. How do you act when you don't get what you want? How do you act when things aren't going your way? Well, how do you spend money? Are you a splurger? Are you a saver? Are you a spender? Are you a thrifter? These are conversations that I think people run from because it makes them uncomfortable. And then our relationships suffer because later on down the line, you're realizing, I can't deal with this shit. <laughs> you know, technically, it's safe to, no, it is safe to say vetting holds you up to a standard. It holds you up to a certain standard. And once that standard is placed up in the air, you have to reach it or deny it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that for you, there's certain things that you ain't playing with. You know what I'm saying? And for you, it's like, if you don't, if you're not here, again, it goes back to core values, you know, what you've been through, what, what you cannot, there's, it's the game changers. You know what I'm saying? And when you talk about like, for instance, finances, like, yo, finances make me uncomfortable. Why? Because Irene needs to work on another level of financing in her life. And so when a person asked me that question, I remember before when I was younger, it was like, mm. you know, I would cringe because I'm like, mm. you know, and now it's like, I, I know that's something that I'm working on. I know that's something that I need to continue to work on. And that uncomfortability shows me the way that I can develop myself. It challenges you. And mm -hmm. I think vetting really, it, it is vetting is, I'm telling you, man, like just having these, the dating process, I talk about this all the time. I've been talking about it recently so much. The dating process and getting to know people truly helps the community. Once you, you have healthy ways of going about it. And as you grow, it helps the community to grow. It helps you to, to challenge yourself to, to know what you're looking for, what you're not looking for, what you're willing to put up with, what you're not willing to put up with, um, what needs to be done in order to reach certain goals and, and foundational things, you know? I really do see it that way. I, I think also a, a interesting point when it comes down to vetting and realizing that that person isn't, you might be, or that person might be outside of your scope you might absolutely not be ready for that person in every sense of the word, but I think we've got to let them go and let them go find someone who wants to give them what they want. If you know good and daggone well, you don't plan on marrying that girl and you know she wants to get married, let her go so she could go be with someone who wants to marry her. And don't just hold on to her because she's great. She's amazing. She's wonderful. She gives you great sex. She a freak. She a nympho. And she all this extra stuff. She cooks. She clean. Nah, go let her be that for someone who wants to give her as well what she wants. Don't be selfish. Let people go when you find out that you can't or you don't want to give them what they want. Same thing goes, I would say same thing goes for even though it's more common for women, same thing goes for, um, sorry, more common for men to do that to women, mm -hmm. for men, um, because there are women out there that are 
they know that they don't want anything to do with them on a serious committed relationship level and they use and abuse them because it's really easy and girl you know who I stand that man like I I I just I can't I, I probably in my past hurt people because I'm, I'm really, I'm a really likable person. I'm mm-hmm. warm and fuzzy and energetic and stuff. And people do fall in love with that really quickly. Um, and I've, I know the type of guy. It was just kind of like, I'll put out all y'all secrets, all y'all dirty laundry, dirty laundry is about to be out there. Um, I know the type of guy that is subdued. I know when I can control and manipulate a situation. Agreed. It's really easy for me to identify that because I'm a, what I would say, fair face individual yes you are um right. yes and and i'm very um I'm trying to look for the word not energetic oh man i can't figure out what it is but anyway i'm like well and you, you got it no no um, I, I was gonna say charismatic is it charismatic yeah i was gonna say not only that you're just you're 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 sweet and you are you are poised and you're prim and you're proper and you're just this feminine energy of just awesomeness, right? And men are attracted to that. Like you should hear how these dudes swoon over her in clubhouse, like, right? It's like, it's like, oh, Irene's in the room. Irene. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, if she was anyone other than Irene, she could just have them. It's like that claw machine, right? And you put 25 cents in <laughs> and you stick the claw, you let the claw kind of like go down and she picks out any guy she wants. You just whoop. Yeah. Oh, God. And, and oh man, I, I'm like getting all distracted because I'm like, oh my God, sorry, you made me feel so special. Like, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Thank you, babe. Um, but yeah, like I, I feel that with all of that, right? That exterior stuff, like it's really easy to, I can easily manipulate a situation and get what I want. Mm -hmm. And because of that power, I am very gentle with it. I've learned so much over the years because I really do believe that whatever you give out, you get back. Agreed. Truly. Um, And so it's like, I know what it's like to to like, I'm like, oh, it's not that bad. In my mind, I do something and then I see the aftermath of it. I hate seeing a person hurting. I hate Aww. seeing them broken. Like I hate knowing that I caused a person damage, you know, because I was selfish, because I was abusing the situation because I could. Mm-hmm. And so there are women out there that do that. And it's, it's so it's so sad. Um, and I'm grateful that I, I identified that power Mm-hmm. that charisma and like you said femininity I was so proud because I'm like oh my god am I really <laughs> but um <laughs> but you know all of that it, it it can be used for good and I think in general like we it's so easy to use people but karma's a fucking bitch okay and at the end of the day what comes around will always go around it reminds me of like a word that my friend says all the time it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy you know, so it's like something where you got to be really careful because it is going to come back to you. You put it out there. Trust me, it's going to come back to you for sure. Yeah. And, and I, and I think it's, 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 uh, it's beneficial. It's imperative, um, you know, to, to vet quickly. Don't wait until the person, um, because we kind of know, right. Like, like I, I, 
I, I kind of get on my homegirls all the time about, you know, when they, when they haven't vetted and they haven't, they haven't done their due diligence to make sure this is the guy like, like he's done none of the things that you want him to do. He doesn't call back when you want him to call back. He calls you when he wants to call you. He, he doesn't put in any effort. He does bare minimum, right? But you are swooning over him. And I don't understand why. Why are you swooning over bare minimum, my boo? Like you deserve someone who puts in the same effort into you like you do them. And it's okay to say, you know what? Nah, I don't like how this feels. I'm out. I'm gone. Clock out. Go home. I'm done. Yeah, you, do not you pass know what it is. Do not collect $200. Yeah, You've no. been you, woodwinked. Yeah, that too. <laughs> for sure. For sure. You know what it is? It's the ideal person that they make up in their mind. Girl. Okay. That's the right there. That's the right there. It's that person that they see, because I'm, whew, whew, like, I'm experienced, like, I'm my whole doctorates and everything in this. <laughs> um, you see the things you like that attracted to, attracted you to this person to begin with. Uh-huh. And then you're so caught up in those thoughts and fantasies and romanticism and all that stuff that you are not really paying attention to or taking on the little red flags that pop up and the things that are being said. I've been in position where I've heard something and I think that's narcissistic. It ain't that bad, you know, because I'm so caught <laughs> up. It ain't that bad. <laughs> like legit, like in my mind, I'm having this conversation because it's such a small little, this, here's the thing. Investing, I would, my advice, and I'm learning, right? I'm learning. Mm-hmm. As I'm not ready for a relationship, please don't come for me, y'all. I love you guys, though, but don't come for me. <laughs> I'm not looking for anybody. But as I learn myself and I and I continue to put myself out there in a way um, where I can grow, even though I'm not looking for a relationship, yeah, I yeah. realize that trusting yourself, listening to yourself mm-hmm. is so important. Listen to that. It, it, it's such a small little thing that says, mm. There's something wrong there. It's an off feeling that comes when somebody does something or says something. And it's it's basically saying, stop, pay attention, and listen. Like, sometimes we're so caught up in, again, the idealism of that situation. And it's so easy. I've done it so many times. I'm literally training myself to pay attention and trust my intuition trust my intuition and since i've been doing that at 33 years old your girl is identifying stuff real quick and because of that quiet little voice it is it's literally like this quiet you can't irene don't do that legit yo legit and if all of these thoughts are speaking loudly you're not going to hear it you have to train your voice to calm down um, sorry, you have to train your voices to calm down so you can hear that one little voice. I sometimes sit quietly, no TV on, no nothing on, no, no, no sound, no, no nothing. And I just kind of sit in silence, right? And in my silence, that's when I hear, girl, that man ain't the one for you. Girl, if you don't go sit down somewhere, you know, good and daggone well. He don't listen to nothing. He don't do nothing. He ain't, he ain't been doing what he's supposed to do. He tells you he's going to do something and then don't do it. Like all of those, all of those things are like keys that, and if there are things that you want, 
you want a man that that, that calls you back. You uh, something just isn't sitting right in 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 how you feel and, and, and what you want in that in those moments, right? Because they 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 flash more than one time. It's not just one time that something happens. It's a combination. It's a series of unfortunate events. Anyone else seen that? Okay, it was just me. Okay, cool. It's a series of unfortunate events. Um, and sometimes we're so caught up in, in the feelings, we're so feelingsy and we're so caught up in how we feel about the person that um, we're just, you know, we're, we're not paying attention to it. And then we wonder sometimes later on um, why we're up the creek with no paddle. So I guess in, 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 in closing, um, and I, and I, I do want to kind of come to my, I feel like my Jerry Springer final thoughts, right? Um, my final thoughts are vetting is important. Uncomfortable conversations are part of the vetting process. Um, you got to get used to them because great relationships aren't only built on rainbows and sunshine. They're built on a lot of uncomfortable conversations because they help your relationship grow. Growth comes from being uncomfortable. And um, it's, it's, it, it's part of the process and let them go early if they're not what you want. Don't hold on to them just because you wanna be selfish, right? And um, have great sex, hydrate, exfoliate, and masturbate. Back to the station to you, Irene. <laughs> that is hilarious. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I think that in vetting, as we close up, in vetting, just pay, again, it goes back to paying attention, paying attention and being honest with yourself, learning from analyzing the relationships that you had prior that hurt you, what went wrong, being honest with yourself as the big role that you played in, in, in having it go wrong, because a lot of times we allow those things um, and it's our fault. We're the common denominator. Okay. Uh, like I like to say, and so just being realistic and saying like, I, I allowed this, or, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not honest with myself in this way. And I let a certain type of person in because I'm this certain type of person and I need to love myself more or train myself to, um, to see the little things because those little things are usually the things that end up being bigger issues in every relationship. You know, even we're not just talking about dating, right. And in life, like if we don't know how to identify certain things that are toxic or triggering or may not be good for us in all relationships and we don't learn that skill, then we're going to continue to be around people that don't appreciate us and we're not happy with or vice versa. So for me, it's just really important to train your tra train your intuition, you know, listen to it, listen to it a lot more. Trust yourself, ladies, trust yourself, gentlemen. If you feel there's something off and it's, it's not, it's just subtle, um, if you pay a little bit more attention to it, most of the times it's because it's really something that's not good for you. It doesn't mean that the person is a bad person. It just means that, again, it goes back to compatibility too. You know, mm -hmm. that's important too. So be honest, like you, I think another thing is that sometimes we're very anxious. We're very anxious and we just want, again, the microwave generation, just put it in a microwave, call it judge, it's done. Bang. But the reality is, is that 90 second rice. Yes. <laughs> you know, the reality is, is that anything made well is it, it takes time, mm -hmm. takes time. And that's how, you know, it, it's not going to be something you just rush into. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't go to a restaurant wanting the best food and you pop it in the microwave and give it to you. It's usually something that's prepped. 
you know, from before and, and slow cooked and, and well seasoned and massaged. And I mean, you got the dressings and you got all kinds of stuff going on there. Like, you know, it's, it's appetizing, like, it's just, ah. and you're not going to get all of that long-term if you don't know how to wait. Stop microwaving it and learn to put it in a crock pot and let it marinate and sit. Relax. 100%. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is definitely going to need a part two. So, um, Irene, we got to, we got to do a part two of this. We got to do a part two and we got to get, you know what? I have an idea, but I'm not going to announce it. I I think we can get a male to come in and talk about vetting for female. Yes. For females. Oh, I I already know. I already know. Yeah. I picked your brain. Yeah. It's the same person. Okay. Mm -hmm. We're going to get him on. We'll introduce. T B D. Wait, you, wait, you lost me. T B D. I was like, well, whose initials are those? <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> I was like, wait, that's not his initials. Oh, shame, shame. Let me just shut up right now. I'm <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll talk yes. to you guys next week. Thank you guys for tuning in to our, our episode, To Vet or Not To Vet. That is the question. And hopefully you got your answer. Bye. Bye, guys. Love you.